Welcome to Bear Fruit, where we have kitchen table conversations about relationships, faith, and culture. We're covering all the stuff millennials usually talk about when people leave the room. We've all been mad before, and for your host, there have been moments where we've stepped outside of ourselves. This week, we're talking about anger, what triggers it, how we express it, some general misconceptions, and how we manage it. So pull up a seat, and let's bear fruit. Hello, cousins. Uh, my name is Allie, and I'm here with my friend Dudley. Hey, cousins. We're so excited to be with you here another week. You see, we're back. We are back. We are <laughs> Next back. week. It's the consistency for me. Listen, New Year. Yes, we here. Season two is halfway. Is halfway done. Wow. <laughs> Wow, it's like it went by in a flash. <laughs> in a flash, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Oh, that is so funny. Okay, so Dudley, um, how has 2022 been treating you so far? Um, so 2022 has been, it has been interesting so far. I mm-hmm. uh, started off great, you know, I think New Year, the New Year started on a Saturday, Mm-hmm. Right. So those first two days, you know, I was off. Mm-hmm. And then and then I went back to work. And then, you know, that just kind of shifted things a little, just a tad, just a tad bit. Um, you know, things weren't as glorious as they were uh, <laughs> the two days prior. I have to ask you, what are your pet peeves? Oh, God. Ooh. Like, it's hard for me to write off my pet peeves. I just know them when they happen. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple I could give. I You tell me what my pet peeves are. You've been knowing me long enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, pet peeves. And I feel like a lot of your pet, pet peeves have to do more so with character, as I've seen in our friendship. Yes. Um. So a pet peeve is like when people don't keep their word. I see you be very frustrated when people don't keep their word. When they say they're going to do something, they don't do it. You have a pet peeve. Oh, when people, when people go into your space and cross your boundaries. See, this is the thing. See, now, because Allison, honestly, I think you skipped over my pet peeves and you just went to the stuff that just really makes me angry. <laughs> so it's... That's funny. I have somebody cutting me off. Okay. I'm I'm gonna say, I feel like I said what grinds your gears. I feel yes. like the things yes. I said is what grinds your gears. If somebody is like being unprofessional, that's a pet mm-hmm. peeve of mine. Like oh, while they're yeah. at work, poor customer service is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. So now I'm interested to see if you know, if you can attempt to say any of my pet peeves. I want to see if this has the same response. I think one of your pet peeves is when I don't know if this is a pet peeve or this sends you into a whirlwind. If like <laughs> if you make a suggestion after somebody has asked you to make a suggestion and then they immediately shoot it down. <laughs> you mean like every meeting we've had ever? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so some of my pet peeves are I guess I don't know if um I don't these are all weird things. I feel like pet peeves are. So like 
I cannot wash dishes in dirty dishwater. Like it always has to be clean. I don't, I don't do dirty dishwater. I think it's disgusting to have anything floating in it. I know that sounds weird, but I know it's, that's where dishes are supposed to be cleaned, but no, yes. like they, they need to be pre-washed and put in. Another pet peeve is when my order is incorrect and I'm too Ooh. far from the yes. restaurant. Yes. I, I think that's probably upset because I, I want you to know I am calling and I am emailing and I'm going to bed hungry and mad. If I what I've seen, I'll jump in for this. I've seen me order a was supposed to get a Coke with no ice and it have ice in it. And that just <laughs> Allison was not happy about it. <laughs> she wasn't happy about it. That is so true. <laughs> it's real pet peeve. <laughs> I ask for, but I think that goes back to the listening. You're not listening to me. You're not, because I, I said it multiple times. I asked you. It's on the receipt. <laughs> Lights, ice. <laughs> you still no, no ice. ice. Sorry, sorry. No, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I ordered it wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, pet peeve. Another thing is when when people sing or rap randomly outside of a context, they should be. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I jump in right here. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Allison, uh, <laughs> are you saying that I am your pet peeve? <laughs> that is literally how I communicate <laughs> in song, rap, or, no. or TV quotes. <laughs> Maybe. No, not you. So now that we talked about pay fees, we kind of talked kind of talked about this, but not for real. I want to know, like, there's a level. I think we kind of talked about like there's pet peeves, there's like grinding, like things that like grind your gears, that get on your nerves, that like, annoy you, frustrate you. There's things that make you angry. But have you ever experienced like rage, like, like saw red? Have you ever have you ever experienced that? Yes, mm-hmm. I had a big problem with anger growing up. I'm about to tell a lie. I have had sporadic moments of anger, and some of them have been the last time that I remember being enraged was April or May of 2018. Okay. I remember throwing something across my room. Like throwing something at the door. That's that's rage. <laughs> Don't get mad but at me. I'm as, sorry. No, I'm just I'm just saying like <laughs> the way you leaned far, in. That's that's as far as my rage goes. Yeah. Like I think when I cannot when I don't have any self control and I like like not scream, but like I had to like physically like throw something. Yeah. That was the last time that I remember being enraged and I just uh-huh. saw, like, I saw red. Like, if somebody would have been there, because I, I was at home, I was by myself. Somebody would have been there, somebody would have got it. That's but, yes, right. I've, been, I've, been, I've been angry before. What about you? The last, like, instance that I can't remember of being, like, enraged and, like, furious was when someone uh I really loved uh hurt me and betrayed me. So yeah, that was 
that was my last time. Now, thanks. Well, yeah. I went back there. And I, th- <laughs> I think that I've, I've, there have been times I'm definitely been like angry and mad. What happened? My little squishy busted. Like it has stuff in it. It has water in it. Oh. I didn't know my little piggy died. Friend, was you squeezing it? Thinking back to the moment. <laughs> Wow, guys, I'm keeping that in. Allison <laughs> got she done thought back, so she done got back to that ball. She done squeezed the squish out of the squeezy. Bruh, my little my little piggy dead. Listen, somebody betrayed me. <laughs> it literally and it's talking, it exploded. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Um, but yeah. Obviously, you get. I've gotten angry at work, like super angry. Actually, if I think about it, like that moment that I was enraged, I've had those moments at work. I just couldn't throw anything, but yeah. I've been. I think I've been just as angry. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I think <laughs> I've been angry, and I don't know. I, I'm, about to, I'm about to say I get angry a lot, but <laughs> I think I've got. <laughs> The moments that make me step outside of myself the most are moments where expectations are not met mm-hmm. or I'm trying my best and it's not enough or the worst is assumed about me when I'm trying my best. Yeah. Or if I'm not feeling appreciated, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm feeling undervalued. Those are the moments that have really enraged me. And and yeah. and, and like I said earlier, like... I can probably connect all of those things back to I feel like there was a, a character deficit. I don't want to put too much of my business out there, but I, I know thieves. Mm-hmm. So if a thief stole from me, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to be enraged because you I a know, thief. I know you a thief. Exactly. I'm going to be irritated more than enraged. But if I have expectations of you and you and you took the same action, that is going to make that's that produces a different response for me. Right. I agree. Um, I also, now that you say that, I think about times where like, I feel like I've been the most frustrated when I know I can't do anything, like, especially at your workplace. Like I think mm-hmm. being young and black and working in the world is just like you, like the things that I've been called in customer service and like money thrown at me and like, being called, I got called the N-word at Disney World. Just, like, that's supposed to be the most magical place on earth. And, like, that's where you hit that slur. And it's just like, what are you to do? I'm supposed to smile and just keep going? No, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was, I, like, I'm stuttering. Because. <laughs> was livid. Yes. And I don't have anything to squeeze anymore. So, we talked about our anger, which I think was very therapeutic. Um to discuss it what are some misconceptions um about being angry um i think the biggest misconception is that it is wrong to be angry mm-hmm. and as i'm saying that uh other situations that have made me angry and i don't want to go too deep into a rabbit hole with this one but like social injustice mm-hmm. in infuriates me right like that that i will probably say that almost supersedes 
yeah stuff that happens to me like injustice in general so like right. injustice towards me injustice towards other people that that infuriates me um and i don't think that is a bad anger so and right. i and i don't so i think anger in general i think the biggest mis- misconception is that you shouldn't get angry mm-hmm. and i don't think i don't think that's right nor do i think that's healthy like i think it is i think it's good to feel emotion and i think yeah. anger is an emotion um anger should have a limit it should not cause rage which i think yeah. that's where that's where it goes wrong like it's an emotion that the enemy uses it for bad mm-hmm. and anger itself is not bad but it can be used for bad what about what are some misconceptions that you think people have about anger um I think that thinking that someone being angry is just just screaming at the top of their lungs or throwing something like mm. people can have I feel like people can be angry and be silent and hold it in and that thing build up and we're doomed. <laughs> like Listen, I have I am that type of angry person sometimes. You are. You are. <laughs> I am. Oh, oh, oh for real? Hmm. And I think because I've been around you enough, people think it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> Somebody's going to pay. Someone Somebody. needs to, we need to run. <laughs> I'm like, everyone oh, needs to take cover. I'm like, hey, I am like a, my anger can be like a silencer, like putting a yeah. silencer on a gun. Like, and I think it, it all, it goes person by person. I think I'm a person I I don't Cry. hide anything off of my face. Like you, you are, will... you are a crier too. Yeah, you get angry. I, okay, all right. Well, Enough. some people cry, some people cry when they get mad. I do because and but here's the thing: why I cry? I cry because I know I cannot do what I want to do Ooh, when I'm angry. Jesus, <laughs> take cover, cousins. <laughs> That is why I cry. I cry because I am so frustrated. That I love how this turned into a poem. That is why I cry. I cry because <laughs> you, your see, you go not. You are not going to silence me. I will have a voice on this podcast. Okay. Thank you. Now, see, you're not. You get on my nerves. <laughs> Now you're being a pet peeve. <laughs> but no, and I feel like a lot of people, again, a misconception thinking that when someone cries, when they're angry, that they're sad. No, I'm not sad. I am so upset that, forgive me, that I cannot punch you. <laughs> that I cannot. <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, not something. <laughs> you! <laughs> So one, <laughs> that is why I cry. So yeah, I think that is a misconception. Thinking tears are weakness. No, it's me holding back. But nevertheless, uh, <laughs> um, is talking about like how we deal with anger. Uh, do you think that is a learned behavior? So I can't speak to. I will just speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I do think some people have anger issues that they might not have necessarily seen or grew up with. I think that might exist, but I think for myself, 
my mm-hmm. anger has been a learned behavior because mm-hmm. both expressions of my anger are expressions that I saw in my household. God. So I was I've seen one of my parents be very expressive in their anger and it's like I knew you was angry. And then I would see some the other person be very silent and just be very like cold. And I also mm-hmm. I knew you were angry like that. But it was like two opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. of anger. Like really like silent and then really loud. Yeah. And I think I I am both of those things depending on the circumstance. Yeah. Um, and how I express or don't express my anger. Yeah. I guess you're probably loud in private because I've never seen you loud angry. Well, you haven't worked with me. You're right. <laughs> you I mean you've worked with me, but you ain't seen me at you haven't at, seen me at, at work. At work. Right. And I and I I'll still do it in private, but like I I some people have seen seen me be loud at work. Who about you? Do you think it's a learned behavior? I think I agree with you. I think it's just speaking on myself. I think that I saw how anger was dealt. And I tried to change it, but then, un- like, without me knowing unintentionally, like, it still, like, resulted in my environment, from my environment. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, even when I tried to, like, change the way I approach anger, I would still, it'd be like a knee-jerk reaction, and my response would be what my environment was. And it wasn't, just going back to that situation when you had to tell me about myself and you need friends to tell you about yourself if you step out a lot. And like, it made me reflect on like, like, wow, my, that was a product of my environment. And uh, so I think that was it, but then also encouraged me to like unlearn stuff Mm -hmm. too, to like how to process it better. And I think that's where the tears come from of like, just trying to hold it in and rather than like expressing it, in a healthy way. Um, so that leads me to the, the next question is, how do you deal with your anger? Like, what do you do? I think the better question is probably how 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 are you learning to deal with your anger? Okay. Because That's I don't good. already exposed myself on how you, yeah, I I'm about to say, you, uh, <laughs> I can't you be like, you... well, guys, I do breathing exercises and I go get in my corner and I pray. I ain't there yet. You Clearly. Cause you throwing stuff. I I style with pitch things. I you about to go to the World Series the way you just uh uh-uh. uh do that. Not batter up. <laughs> <laughs> not, not strike. Not not miles per hour. Oh on, lord! On this object you just threw across this room. Um, how am I learning to deal with my anger? I am learning to pause. To be more reflective before I'm mm-hmm. expressive. Um, I do think that, and maybe this is a pride thing. I try not to be super expressive with my anger in public. I think that is to protect myself and who I want to be perceived as. And maybe that's not a good thing, but like who I want to be perceived as and, you know, how I want to engage with other people. Like I don't ever want to unload my anger on other people undeservingly. Um, 
Or I, I will say, okay, I don't want to. Why you whispered it? Why you whispered it? Because some people, I don't want to. I don't want to unload my anger on the wrong person. I'll say that's that. fair. That's um, fair. Because, and I've also, I am learning to express my anger after I have calmed down. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes we feel the need to be express express our feelings in the moment and that is not always a good thing i do think there's i think there's a deadline right (laughs) don't come to me talking about some what you did to me well i won't say that some people need time some people need time but i think it's it is it's not no five months though don't it's it's not no five months it's a deadline i think that's in a lot of cases, maybe not all cases, in a lot of cases, there should be a deadline because, and now I sound like I'm rambling, but I think that I think there should be a deadline because I think even if you are trying to take some time to like reflect on your emotions and try to express them, I think sometimes people be passive aggressive. I'm sorry, that's still expression of anger. So like, don't don't do that with me. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm learning to take time, take it's like step back, and then come back to maybe expressing my in what I felt in a in a healthy way. One of our best friends, I I love when she says this or when she said this when we were in ministry. Go experience it go experience what you're experiencing. <laughs> and then come back. Like I think we we need sometimes we need that. So those are things I am learning to do to kind of wait, be reflective um, kind of experience my anger in solitude, and also in that reflection, think about why I'm angry. Yeah, like not just being ref- not just reflecting on how I will respond to it, but reflecting. Okay, like is the action did the action take did the action that was taken did it make did that make me angry, or was it something else that I have not dealt with? And is uh, and in addition to that, is this something that I should be angry about. Yeah. Cause sometimes sometimes we be mad about stuff that you probably shouldn't be mad at. But no like reason. if somebody calls you out for something or like you done you've done something wrong, you know, you've been reprimanded for it or whatever, and you get mad about it, well, that don't that don't meet the qualifications for for you being angry. Oh, the only person you should be angry at is yourself. Yes, like you need to redirect your anger. So right. yeah, I, those are those are the things that I am trying to learn to. Because I mean, I've I've done that in the past. Like got, got mad at people for like, no, Delhi, that was your fault. So like, I there's those those are the things that I'm I'm learning to do in dealing with my anger. What about you? Um, I well, you know, I always go back to James chapter one. Verse 19, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Um, and that kind of helps me. And I kind of do the same thing you do, Deadly. I I give myself 24 hours because I know my emotions can be everywhere. I know, I know and understand there's several different perspectives things could be taken from. It could a lot of times it could be miscommunication. Um, so I like, I take a step back and I give it 24 hours. And if I wake up the next day and I still have those same feelings, 
if it's a situation where I have to approach somebody, I normally, I pray, but I definitely, I talk to my friends that know me and they'll be honest with me and paint the picture unbiasedly. And I think that's an important thing too, because people like to paint the picture like the way it looks, but then even in an unbiased way, it could probably still come off as like a bias to you, but like having those friends that know you and could kind of see the other side and be like, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or like, you know what, you know, you should have a conversation with them. You should then, and approaching it as a kind of like what you said, like what you did made me feel this way, not because I'm angry. Then like being able to say, I'm just not angry, but like, I am frustrated because you did this. Like, and it's making me like trust, like have like trust you and like kind of pinpointing and narrowing it down to be able to communicate effectively and also, I think a lot of times when it comes to like personal anger is with people we have relationships with. Like it's people that we know because I know for me, I, I get the most upset when it's people closest to me hurt me. Like if it's a stranger, like I may be annoyed, but I'll get over it. But if it's someone I truly love and do life with, like I I can't fake it. I, I am not a good passive aggressive person. Like we're going to have a conversation and we're going to talk it out and then move on with life. Um, so that's how I kind of deal with anger. Now in the moment, I really, I have to step away because I'm, I, I feel like I do like, I don't want nobody to see me angry cause I don't, and maybe it's not a good thing, but I don't want, I don't want to be misunderstood. I guess that goes back to my pet peeves and I don't want people that don't know me just assume something about me be, and they don't know me when I'm really just trying to process my feelings. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Dudley, as we wrap up this conversation with our cousins, what a seed would you like to plant today here on Bear Fruit? So I think, and it's kind of, it's really just an extension of what you said and how you're dealing with anger. I think one thing that's super important is to surround yourself with people that will be honest about you to, and not people just around you to justify your feelings, but somebody that's going to be able to help you navigate your your emotion mm-hmm. um, before, like if you have to have a difficult conversation with somebody or if you are in a situation that has upset you to like get some different eyes on that situation to help you either validate what you're feeling or like maybe allow you to see a different perspective. I think that's so important because I think we, one of the reasons that we even wanted to discuss this topic with anger management is because we know that anger can lead to things that anger can lead to regret. Yeah. And that's something that we want to avoid. We want to avoid regret. So it's not an issue of the anger. It's a, the issue is what happens after the anger. So those are things that we want to avoid. So I think another thing that we, and we've talked on that on podcast before about therapy, like one yes. thing that was life changing for me was when I got introduced to the emotion wheel. Yes, and like really being able to. Sometimes we gotta zoom in to what to to see what we're experiencing, and sometimes we gotta zoom out. So like, what you are really feeling might be something else. Yeah, um, I think it's important to have wise counsel, but it's also to have that like reflective time to really pinpoint what you're experiencing because sometimes it is easy to say you made me mad it's harder to say 
I'm embarrassed. It's harder yeah. to say I'm sad. It's yeah. harder to say it's harder it's harder to express certain emotions because because of pride. Anger doesn't really feel and I'm just speaking for me. Anger feels it doesn't feel as vulnerable as some other emotions. Yeah. And you might not even be you might have surpassed the anger stage and you might be on a different side of the wheel and you don't want to acknowledge it. So I would definitely implore people to seek wise counsel, spend have that reflective time and also like you have you need to have your vertical your your God time mm-hmm. where you can really unpack certain things that you can't fix yourself that other people can't unpack or identify with you. Like you you need that full circle of self, God, and, and, and community to help you navigate those emotions. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for tuning in to the Bear Fruit Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. Until next time, go bear fruit.